What's up, YouTube and I? It's happy new comic book day to you. Welcome to Lords of the Long Box. I do believe this is episode one, two, nine. Our episode three or four of the Black Knight Report. I don't even know how many we're on, uh, to be honest with you. But happy new comic book day. And also, happy Superman day to you. Totally forgot about that, man. I've been so busy at work today. I didn't even get to post anything for Superman day, man. So uh, once again, I got my two cohorts with me. Our man, Nemesis Prime. Is out having some fun right now, gambling or something on a Wednesday. But I got my man, Dark Side Jedi, with us. Say what's up. Yo, what's up, YouTube? We're back. It's Wednesday. We got some news. Let's do it. And I got my man, Otto Fernogrado. Say what up. What up to all my Autobots? So now that Nemesis Prime is not around, Automus Prime is the only Prime here tonight. So let's get that straight. All right. Yeah, exactly. so Prime is giving it to you tonight. So thank you very much for joining us. Forever fighting over that name. I think you're going to have to do a Fanboy Fight Club That's for right, it, man. To find out. Right? Should we, uh, in the live chat, tell us. Do we bring back the Fanboy Fight Club? I don't Prime know. Prime versus man. Prime. I don't know if people can handle it. <laughs> I don't What's know if up, they can it. in the live chat, man? Sergio Morales, comic book brother, Swagonaut88. Uh, unknown comics guy been asking some good questions that we're going to talk to in about in a minute. Mr. Unknown, uh, Gorilla Grotto 5, Luis Ramirez, Tyler Ronick, our old friend, Kratos99. What's going on, brother? Shout out to our sponsors, uh, KRSComics.com. Use the discount code of L O T L B. You get 10% off any KRS Comics exclusives. They are gearing up for San Diego Comic Con. It's going to be huge. Also, shout out to the geeky swag shop.com. Use the discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the geeky swag shop.com. They got shirts, socks, statues. They got some really cool statues, by the way. You get 15% off, and you can get a Lords of the Long Box shirt in blue, black, or white up to like four or five XL. Go and get them, man. It's uh, use the discount code of LOTLB. You can get a Lords shirt shipped. $21, man, and rep it at whatever you go, your con, your LCS, whatever you need to do. I think we're ready, man. I think we're ready. So let's kick this off, Ryan. What are we starting off with this week? Well, this week we've got Devil Dinosaur coming to Marvel, but we're not sure. Is it television or big screen? Yeah, so uh, this is pretty interesting because we actually sat on this for a while until we can get more information. Uh, I remember uh, I actually told our friend Barry Gary, so he's been buying up Devil Dinosaur number one, <laughs> the Jack Kirby one. Uh, but uh, shout out, and I'll give credit to this source on Twitter. Uh, Daniel Rickman on Twitter sent me an actual private message showing the cast and sheet uh, call for um, a certain part of this. The cast and call was for actually Moon Girl. And so I felt pretty strong that I should have, we should have dropped this news earlier. But now that we got confirmation of the casting for Moon Girl, we can tell you Devil Dinosaur is coming. What's interesting about the casting sheet, though, was for an animated series. And our source is telling us that there's going to be a live action version of Devil Dinosaur. Obviously, Devil Dinosaur is not going to be live action, it's going to be CGI. And I heard it's coming on Disney Plus. If you remember, we keep telling you the Hulu stuff is going to be more dark. This is obviously lighter fare. If you remember, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur has been kind of the the modern run of it has been peaking for a while. People started specking on this like a year ago. If yeah. you remember, mm -hmm. Moon Girl got quite popular. But we're telling you that Devil Dinosaur is the book to get. So we're talking some Jack Kirby goodness. Ooh. What are we looking at at Devil Dinosaur there, uh, Otto? Well, we're looking at Devil Dinosaur number one. Um, that book came out in 1978. And what's really fun about this book is this is all Kirby all day. Kirby, he did all the inks. He did all the artwork. He did all the writing towards it. 
and he created his own world in a parallel universe where the dinosaurs lived on and they coexisted with these primitive uh, the primitive humanoid beings and this is just straight up curvy goodness and just That's a, a monkey on top of a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they, they, in, in the write-up, it's the ape-like. It's an, uh, an ape-like creature. Um, they're Moon Boys, technically who it is, but that's who they're kind of saying it is, and it's this little cohort. But CGI or live action, however they do this, you've got to have a lot of money to do this budget movie. Devil Dinosaurs, just it's a great book. You've probably seen it, you know, in five dollar bins, ten dollar bins. Just a book you should be going after right now because it is, if you, especially if you're a fan of Kirby, just classic Kirby greatness. Well, here. speaking of ten dollar and five dollar bins, we do have a little bit of uh, GPA information. If you like All right. to see it, I'm gonna throw it up on screen for you. Yeah, so Devil Dinosaur number one, uh, nine point eight. Last sale was two hundred thirty five dollars. Uh, ninety day GPA is two oh eight. And I would tell you, man, this book is not easy to find in the high grade because it's never been, you know, a sought after collectible. Um, the Moon Girl Devil Dinosaur is easier to get in ninety because that's a modern book, right? Yeah. And that's the first appearance of Moon Girl. Correct. So you can get both, but if you want the first appearance of Devil Dinosaur, and I think is a cooler collectible, by the way is go back to 1978 for some Bronze Age goodness. It's Jack Kirby. It's a first appearance. It's a number one issue, right? That's everything yeah. we love in a, in a first issue. So, you know, take that. And it's going to be coming on. I mean, I feel pretty confident to say to talk about it now since uh, Daniel Rickman from Twitter was able to give uh, me the he sent it. He sent me to I'm getting I'm getting all kinds of things from people now because I'm tweeting about stuff, too. So people are asking me my opinions and stuff. And some people who are legitimate scoopers also. I'm not saying we're illegitimate, but people have been doing it longer than we have. He sent me this tweet as a private message saying, here's a free one for you. I was like, okay. I felt like he was a drug dealer. Like, hey, first sample for free. Yeah, but here's the first one's free. You can take it after that. He used to be part of superbrosmovie.com, the website Dissolve, and he just has his own Patreon page now. But So I'm giving him credit where credit is due. I'm giving him the casting news on Moon Girl. Uh, but, you know, the Black uh, Knight gave us this Devil Dinosaur story about, God, two weeks ago. And I yeah. think it was our mistake. We didn't run with it as a bigger story. But I think now I feel pretty confident um, that it's moving forward. Um, before we get to the uh, the next one, uh, right. let me see uh, where we at now. You know, we'll continue. I'm going to give them the comic book movie news a little bit later. But let's move on to our next story. What is it, Ryan? Well, a character that's been speculated on a lot in the last couple of years Guess what, guys? It's finally coming to Hulu. This book has been hot for a minute, and oh, nobody knew why. And now you have to understand this cable of collectors, a uh, cabal, excuse me, I pulled up. <laughs> the Michael. Illuminati. Yeah, the yeah. Illuminati of collectors has known this has been coming for a while. So I'm going to tell you where this fits in. This is Sleepwalker, first appearance of Sleepwalker number one. And this character is pretty interesting. If I mean, there's a whole thing about him. And, and he's been around. He's been... a He's affected the Infinity War. He infected. He affected Secret Wars. He's been around for a long time, doing all kinds of weird stuff. And guess what? He has a power set that's specifically structured for the supernatural side mm -hmm. of the Marvel Universe. And mm -hmm. he's coming to the Hulu side of the supernatural universe, which features Ghost Rider, Hellstrom, Satana, Spirits of Vengeance. Sleepwalker is going to be part of that group. And everybody knows you have seen this book everywhere. I'm in everywhere. I just picked up a copy last week. I saw it at my LCS and I said, I walked into Comic Tunes and Toys and Tusk and shout out to the big to do. And I was like, hey, Sleepwalker number one. I grabbed it. It was a $5 book. It right. was a killer deal. So, I mean, what can you tell us more about this uh, Sleepwalker number one thingy? 
Yeah, so Sleepwalker number one, 1991. Not a very good time for comics. You know, you can see on the top of the book, it definitely says first issue collector's item. It tells you what's it a collector's item. It's a collector's item. tells us that. Can, yes. I make a, can I make an observation? Yes, please do. Um, what's up, Squidward? Look at that. Look at that top part there in the right top left corner. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So that thing is called on the cover. That's called his warp gaze. That's yeah. one of Ooh. his powers. But go the ahead. Gaze. Okay. No, yeah. so um, the art was, you know, done by Scott Collins. I don't know too much about him. And Bob Bodinsky, Bob Bodinsky created him. But what's interesting about this, and when I was doing my research, I found out that this book was a direct kind of counter strike to um, Sandman by Neil Gannum. Am I saying that right? By Gannum. Yeah, when Sandman came no, Gaiman. out. Gaiman. Gaiman, yeah. So this was a complete counter-strike where Marvel said, hey, listen, they're coming up with this. Let's try this. And that's where it is. So this book was a you know retaliatory book to try to get some of those readers yeah. who were into so the Sandman. He's the alien that protects his race and is a part of a different world. Uh, here's an interesting side story for you. Robert Kirkman of The Walking Dead actually created a version of him that got canceled after one issue. It was in an Epic magazine. If you remember, Epic was an offshoot of Marvel, right? The, mm -hmm. the Epic yeah, magazine. Yeah. There's a. I have it. I saw. I saw. I saw Sleepwalker on the cover, and then I looked and it said the story about Robert Kirkman. This is when The Walking Dead was uber hot, and I just saw it and I said, you know what? This would be cool to pick up. So you know what? I have it, and who knows? But there's a well. It's Robert still affordable if you want to know prices. GPA, uh, ninety four dollars. And yeah, uh, 9.8 9. last sale was 100. So it's, hey, go get this book. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is one of those things where you can find them all over the place. You know what right. I'm saying? You can, this is a, this is an easy flip because whenever the, the announcement's going to be made, you're going to be able to flip it. Because uh, right. that Hulu is, is Hulu, there are, Marvel is pushing all in for all their supernatural stuff to come on Hulu. And Hulu is already a somewhat dark. If you watched uh, Runaways, that's just not kitty fair at no, all. Not at all. I mean, it is definitely geared toward adults. It seems we're going a certain direction. If you see where the boat is going, man, we're trying to guide you in the right direction. Disney Plus is going to be doing more of their light stuff, right? Uh, the MCU stuff, right? Even if you think about Loki, uh, Scarlet Witch, and Vision, these are all PG-13 things, right? Mm -hmm. We've seen them in the in the films. I mean, that's why the Hulu stuff is going to be darker supernatural stuff. And we even said quite possibly that Loeb may be bringing uh, all the Netflix stuff. I will, I will get, I bet my bottom dollar now. If they bring the Netflix stuff back to Hulu with a bigger budget, Punisher, Daredevil, yeah. Iron Fist, all those books are going to spike again. Because right now, man, you can get the first Luke Cage or first Iron Fist for pretty cheap. Those yeah, books right. bombed bad, went badly after the Netflix stuff kind of mm -hmm. left the hanging. Daredevil, mm -hmm. you know, did well for itself in Punisher, but right. all the other, I mean, there's a Jessica Jones season three and nobody is hyped about it. Punisher, <laughs> Punisher was always a hot book, though. So yeah, Punisher. You really, you know. Yeah. And Daredevil yeah. One has always been a hot book too. But Iron Fist had a nice bump when the announcement was made, and then you know, you know, Finn Jones came out and absolutely, you know, so. well, then you lay a base it over and everybody, <laughs> so you yeah. took it out. But you know, I do want to say one thing about Sleepwalker Number One and a Nine Eight. If you look at that from a comic book investing standpoint, if you can find those on CGC already, I would go after that because if you have to think about the time and money that you're going to spend to find those books, press them probably, send them to CGC, have them shipped back to you. You're already into it for almost probably thirty to forty dollars, if not fifty. And no, with shipping and everything, easily right. fifty, sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah you're fifty bucks. On an INA for a hundred bucks, I I would do it. I right. Mean, then you sit on it, and you know if you sell that for you know two hundred, and a, whenever news breaks, it's not going to take long for that book to go up. And that's a good way, like I said, that the hobby pays for itself. So just something yeah. you guys should be after. If you get in a nine six, that's a kiss of death. 
Yeah, right, right. It's got to be. Yeah, it's, it's, absolutely. A, it's a modern book, and you know, it, I would think it's not going to happen. You know, yeah. I mean, for a hundred dollars, that's I would buy ninety and hundred dollars all day mm-hmm. right. for sure. Absolutely, it's going to yeah. cost you a hundred dollars just to ship it there, get it shipped yeah, back, course. and buy the and book. Your time and effort too. Yep. 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 Right. All right. What's next, Ryan? Well, Sony is in development. It's a film starring a character with a very familiar last name. Any guesses? Yeah, man. So this is part of the show where these are some really way out there. This is super out there. And, and books that are, I these are ripe for speculating on because, I mean, I would call anybody crazy if they came out and said that these were happening. But I mean, uh, you know, I believe look, our source. He was, and, he was teased kind of in one of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, so the news is Sony wants to do a Man-Wolf movie. Now, uh, Man-Wolf has a rich history in the comics, but he was also in uh, Spider-Man number one or two. Which one? One, one, one absolutely. Yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. Yep. She was, he was uh, J. Jonas James. He was MJ's son. girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and he was also an astronaut, and that follows his, his origins in the comics. In the comics... Mm-hmm. He gets sent off on a space mission. He finds a ruby that turns. He finds some crazy gem that finds it, that turns him into Man Wolf. Um, what I'm finding out is this is this is the crazy part. So this isn't even part of Marvel. This is Sony. Remember, we know Sony wants to expand their cast of uh, movies uh, in the Spider-Man universe. So very limited on, on what they right. There's a ton of villains, yeah. but not many superheroes. What they want to do, they want to use the Star God version of man wolf yeah this is the sword wielding man wolf that has his own brain the man wolf that appeared in the asm 124 pretty much is is feral he, he doesn't have any connection to his human side almost like a werewolf turning at nighttime right right they want to make this crazy uh version the star god version which basically has his regular his intellect as well as the powers of the man god uh star god excuse me and the first appearance of that I believe is so man wolf's first appearance is asm 124, 124 and then it, yeah. yeah and then we'll let auto bring out because it, it's a lot of things so put down you put down your pick up your pen and paper and write this down yeah write this down but, no yeah, right. the, this is, i'm going to give is you the abridged one. version um as you know as well as i possibly can with the time that we spent in looking at this so but but before we go forward i do have the uh marvel premiere 45 tim is what you were looking for yeah, that's that is uh, that is up this. that is up on the screen that's, right now we, there wasn't much uh there wasn't much gpa or any kind of ebay information to find it but we wanted to show you the cover regardless that's why it's a great spec book though right i, mean, I do want to talk about it too Yes, George Perez. So that's something we could talk about on the with the third part of this because this is a three part story. Um, so what you want to do is you want to go after obviously if you want John um, if you want John Jameson, you've got to get an ASM one. Not going to happen in my book, but it's out there if you have it. You know, it's another first appearance. But let's talk about ASM one twenty four, which is the first appearance of Man Wolf. Came out in nineteen seventy three. That's a Jerry Conway Gil um, and that's uh, Gil Kane actually, and Romita did the inks, which was very interesting. So Gil Kane did the um, did the pencils and Romita did the ink, and it kind of just talks about um, you know the character and it's an interesting Spider-Man book. But then you get into Creatures on the Loose number thirty. Okay? Well, before do you want to go into yeah, some prices on the one twenty-four yeah, 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 right, real quick? I apologize. All right, so it looks like the last sale we had at nine point six was a three hundred seventy-seven dollars, which yeah, I mean, it seems affordable. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but it's still a pretty you know everybody loves buying Spider-Man villains. You know what I mean? Right. 
But go ahead, Otto. No, no, absolutely. And what's unique about it, when you look at this cover, just it's got lots of cover. It's got a lot of color to it. And look at uh, JJ, Triple J, sitting in the corner, cowering like a little baby. And you know, they realize that that's his son coming at him. So I want to shout out to the person who made that last sale or who bought that last sale. Yeah. Good, good job on that buy. GPA at $441 for 90 days. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, just the book is out there. You know, it's a Bronze Age book. Um, and it's just, you know, it's another first appearance that you're going to have in the spider world. So important stuff. So now we're going to go into, um, creatures on the loose number 30, which is the first appearance of, um, Simon. I love, Stroud. I love, yeah, I love these, these horror books, man. Yeah. This is a, yeah. This is a great looking book. Um, what this is, is this was done, um, by the pencils. George Tusca did the pencils on this. So that's just a name you don't hear quite often. And the ink was done by the great Vince Coletta, which is very unique. And just a great book that came out in 74 and nothing that the no book that you don't see often that you probably, if you see it in a $5 box or dollar bin, you would just thumb right through it. And you know, sign, this is, so, a sign yeah. So well, just to caveat on that, the reason why this is on the list is because they're going to be drawing stories from creatures on the loose and from the Marvel premiere run, which basically he starts as this kind of feral man wolf and he turns into a star God. I mean, yeah. basically a leader of a race of people, but he's on a separate planet it when that happens right if you do so, find this in a dollar bin grab it because the last sale on a 9.0 was 93 dollars, and it yeah. looks like the 90 day gpa is 87 That's so cheap. it's just rise it's just gonna and go don't you'll even find it in any lcs you'll have to go on ebay because ebay you can find a lot of stuff right you have to look at it or you gotta find like a collector that knows his his inventory like you wouldn't believe and say hey man you got any creatures on the loose and just hope that he's got it yeah of course i do all right so let's see it you know but interesting. Now, the next book is the spec book that Tim was talking about. And this is a Perez cover. And why I think this is important. This is a Marvel premiere 45. And this is when he gets his cosmic abilities and he's yielding the sword. This is a Perez cover. We all know that George Perez is retiring this year. So this might be a book that you could go after and have him sign, which a lot of people probably aren't getting signed right now. So just another thing that you can... Um, go after and just a cool book marvel cool. premieres marvel presents marvel spotlights they're all rife for the picking man they're full of first appearances man yeah. and, i mean, I, I mean i'm people kind of think he's goofy man wolf but i think that version kind of looks badass he's got oh, a sword look, the sword in his I hand mean, the costume the hell are flying long neck birth <laughs> horse know, yeah right and there's like riders on him and stuff like that but you know, other war, and it's just it's Perez greatness, and this is you know that in the seventies, this is when Perez was at the top of his game, and unfortunately he's retiring this year. So get him, meet him, get his signatures, talk to him a little bit about it. So yeah. just an interesting book, Brian. Any da any data on this book or no? No, no there was nothing. No, there's well, nothing. Good, right, that's good for people if you don't see any sales data. You can buy, right. you know, and just so you pr just so you know. In about a week from now, I'm going to do my haul video of comics that I bought. So I'm not just talking the game. I'm backing up the game because right. everything we're showing here, I'm buying as well. So I'm we are giving you the same information we have. We're going out and buying these books as well. So you right. may see me battling you on eBay for suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, Ryan? Confirmation. We reported on it earlier in the year. Uh, looks like a character is going to be appearing in Spirits of Vengeance. Yeah, so shout out to my man King of the Golden State who's buying up buying these up left and right. I have three copies 
And I, you know, there's a lot of news that we dropped about the Spirits of Vengeance coming on Hulu. We all know the big players, Ghost Rider, and Glyph kind of fell to the side when we first reported it. Before we reported this before uh, the Black Knight came to us, and so I wanted to make sure it's still happening. And sure enough, he was uh, our our man, the Black Knight. Talked to his source from within Marvel, and they already saw the promotional art for the Spirits of Vengeance, and Glyph is part of it. So Glyph is coming. Glyph is the first appearance is in the Howling Commandos of Shield that came out in 2015. We can probably Otto can tell you break it down for you again uh, right. about the character, and we can get some sales data for you to see if there's any movements. And you know what? This is this kind of brings up some more content we may do in the future after we break something. Uh, we're going to look at the sales data two months from now to see if it's moved the needle at all, to see if people are actually listening or buying these up, or maybe if not us buying it, it's that secret cabal of collectors that are buying these up. But wh what yeah. can you tell us about Glyph? Glyph, well, Glyph is a very unique character. You know, she's the female character of the group. Um, this book, Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D., that came out in 2015, this only ran six issues, you guys. This was just a blip on a radar, and that was it. So you've got to find them. And I think so. And um, look who else is on that cover. Little giant size man thing. Yeah. We yeah. talked about man thing. Right. And it's pretty unique when they when they talk about that and all those. And we talked when we talked about man thing a week ago. So um just a pretty unique book. And again, only six issues. So if you can find yeah, them, I've never seen the, these books. Unique supernatural power of getting uh invoking Egyptian gods or something like that. Uh, so yeah. it fits into that whole weird I mean uh and there's actually variants for this as well. Um, the, the, so there's a Scotty Young variant, and there is a, a Jack Kermy homage variant. So this mm. is when we start talking about spec books that are newer, that where you know you can buy. This is the original cover, but there's also variant covers. Uh, I don't know. If, uh, do we have any sales data on this, Ryan? Yes, sir. Go to eBay. Ten to thirty dollars. Boom! Really? Snatch, dude, snatch these up, man. I have. I've been. Uh, I mean, it, you know what? It's also a great book for. Halloween comic covers, man. Yes. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Yes. I swear to God, throughout the year, I look for books and I'm like, man, 30 days of Halloween. I need 30 comics. You know what? I've bought books. <laughs> I've just bought books that, just right? to show for Halloween. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Christmas comic covers, not the same thing as Halloween comic <laughs> no. covers. No, no, not. Man. You can get some great horror books and just, you know, you know, that's cool that Marvel is picking all these kind of crazy supernatural characters because... I mean, all of for the longest time we've been talking about, man, when is Marvel going to go supernatural with their stuff? Um, and it looks like it's finally coming, man. So well, that's uh, it. they have a new medium to do it through. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, before we get to our next story, um, and uh, this one's kind of crazy, actually. But I just want to give a shout out to uh, comicbookmovie.com, man. Comicbookmovie.com was kind enough to interview me for their website. Uh, I put the link at the bottom. Uh, it's a quick interview at comicbookmovie.com. Uh, one of their guys reached out to me, Mikey Sutton. Uh, shout out to Mikey Sutton. And he did a quick interview. They liked our content. And if you go to comicbookmovie.com and then click on features, you'll see uh, Lords of the Longbox interview right there. The kind of funny thing is, is they put it under DC Films because they know yeah. <laughs> DC Films. But go check it out. Poor Comic DC. Come on. Yeah, they can do it. They can do it. I have faith in the video description. So uh, people are starting to recognize us for our content and that's much appreciated. So, you know, if you see it on there, comicbookmovie.com, go to features and then you'll see it at the top there, you know, log in, create an account, leave a comment, say a great show or those guys suck either way. You know, there's no such thing as negative. There's no such thing as uh bad publicity is all publicity. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, I would like to preface the, the next remaining stories of this show of being uh, way out there, but have been, 
confirmed. Uh, one, th- we're going to do this one first, and the second one is actually the one that I teased that is going to be a contest uh, on Instagram or Twitter, whatever you can find. But Ryan, break down this first one first before we get to the second one. All right. One of the villains being planned for the Captain Marvel sequel is the foil of another Cap in Marvel Comics. Yes. Yeah, so, so everybody knows everybody's favorite big-headed dude, Modoc. But you know what? Let me. Do, I'm gonna have to do it now. I have to find <laughs> the, the acronym for Modoc. No, I tell you what it is. Oh, okay, you got, got it. it baby. I got it. I got it. Ready? So, sure. So Modoc. Modoc stands for Mental Mobile Mechanized Organism Designed Only for Killing. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> you got is, the mental, the mobile, and the me- uh, yeah. mechanized. With a so face in, only a mother can love. In Captain America <laughs> Civil War, there was a version of MODOK that was teased that was actually came out in Captain America, um, the Winter's, or excuse me, the first Avenger, right? First he, was, Avenger, yeah. he was the evil, he was the Nazi scientist. Yeah. Um, also, they're also making an animated version of him who's going to be voiced and directed by um, Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they're going to pull him out to be a villain. You know, this is one of those things. Twice spec book. Right. I believe, what was the hashtag? I was like, we talked about it. He goes, spec it twice or whatever it is. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. But what are, what are, well, we just talked about this a couple weeks ago. What are the first yeah. appearances of so This is the definite funny story. This is your Hulk 181 issue where you've got the cameo of first, uh, first appearance, which was Tales of Suspense 93. Okay. Uh, he's not on the cover at all. And then for his first full appearance, you have to go to Tales of Suspense uh, 94. September and October of 1967. Uh, classic Stan Lee, Jack Kirby stuff. And on night in the uh, on the Tales of Suspense 94, he's definitely on the cover of it. So you can definitely get some cover time on it. But, um, yeah, there's 93. And, you know, you've got Iron Man. And I think i don't know who else did the ink on that but that was real to a classic classic iron man cover against titanium man and mordock is in it for like one page and then you get into um, 94 which he's actually on the cover all the way in the back you can see him fighting aim yeah yeah really tiny yeah big you can see that big tiny head all the way in the corner yeah. but you know aim was always an interesting group uh and that's where he really took his um stage from what i remember modok from was obviously of course the comic books but when my youngest son was growing up as a younger child he was on the superhero squad which was a great cartoon um back in the early 2000s or late 2000s it's just a funny version of him so there's lots of different versions of modok out there we'll have to see which one they bring to the big screen yeah i I, I gotta think it's not this big-headed it's got to be some other version closer to the one in um captain america yes Uh, so we're going from captain america to captain marvel man that's pretty interesting so you know just some quite little villain spec for you but i think that's pretty interesting this one man this one well are you interested in any prices on this book yeah let's find out out. all right so tales of suspense 93 it looks like there was a last sale 9.4 9.4 for 183, but I'm you can get raw books all day long for 15 to 75. I'm curious to see what the difference in cameo and first appearance is. Yeah, yeah. well, you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised as you should be. Um, <laughs> a 9.0 last sale, 482. Wow. See that? That's, 90 see, day GPA me. is 516. 516. So yeah, this is definitely the book. The, uh, one for 42. You that's save right. yourself a good uh, 30 something dollars, man. That's a, but yeah, this is what, this is a great silver age book. You know, it, you know, tail suspense, Captain America, Iron Man. I mean, go out and grab that man. 
you know, but like we said, you know, hey, you're not going to make a fortune off these, especially, but I think Modoc may have, well, to, pun, in, pun intended, may have longer legs than others since if he's going <laughs> to, these villains are one and done. So we've right. always told you be careful to spec on villains. And that's why um, I saw something floating around the Facebooks today about a Thunderbolts movie that we debunked uh, a couple weeks ago. We're here to debunk it again. There's no such, there's not a Thunderbolts movie. Why would Kevin Feige put a Thunderbolts movie on the screen when he had Loki, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Falcon, uh, and these, and he put those on Disney Plus. Why would he make a movie with the leader and the abomination? You know what Marvel has done to to bury that Hulk movie? Exactly. You haven't heard anything uh-huh. about it. Why would they bring the leader and abomination? Marvel doesn't do supervillain movies. Uh, why would they make their own version of Suicide Squad when they already do? It's called Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah. I mean, you know, I just want to debunk that one. And also, I'm going to debunk the. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, when I debunk these, I check with our sources. Say, hey, is there any rumor these? Because they kind of run wild, especially on Facebook, uh, about uh, James Gunn heading up the DCEU. That, that's not happening. Uh, and we'll get to that. That's our last story, by the way. Right. Uh, but uh, I'll go further into why that's not going to happen. But uh, this one, this is your spec book of the week. <laughs> this is the spec book of the year. This in, really in my is. opinion. In my this opinion. Is- Wow. <laughs> you know, this is something This that, might be uh, the spec book of the century. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, I, I I okay, well, hey, looks like ABC is developing ABC. Yeah. A yep. uh, uh, a television show with a new name in well, an old name in comics, but a new yeah. comic book character that we've never even heard of. I guarantee most of you guys never heard of it uh, cuz no. I had never heard of it, but apparently it was around, man. Dakota North. Um I don't know why we got number three, but <laughs> well, because I I don't know. It's the one I picked. Yeah. Well, anyway, Dakota North is being developed for ABC TV. Uh, if you don't know who Dakota North is, it's quite all right, man. She came out in the uh, late '80s, part of Marvel's 25th anniversary. Okay, let me set the stage for you in that time period on TV. Um, Moonlighting was an incredibly popular show on ABC at the time. It was starred Bruce Willis and the other blonde-haired lady, and she basically was high fashion and high society, and Bruce Willis was kind of her her private investigator. Dakota North follows that same storyline. She is a private investigator. That first case was in the fashion world, so it was kind of that whole thing. If you remember the Beyonder that came out in Secret Wars with the crazy shoulder pads and the mullet, Dakota North falls right into that. It was like a four-issue miniseries, it's being developed for ABC, which makes sense because they can make it friendly. Like, I uh, think Agent Carter, right? Yeah. Perfect example. Agent Shield is kind of like family friendly stuff they can put on ABC. And it's a private investigator. It's right along. And believe it or not, in the comics, she has ties to Luke Cage. She has ties to Jessica Jones. It easily segues into those. But I'm hearing ABC proper is doing it. And we probably don't have any sales data. What I can tell you is because I bought one is there is a Canadian variant for issue number one. And every and I'm sure all of our followers and listeners and watchers know how hot an, uh, a Canadian variant is from back then. There's the ASM, uh, the first appearance of Spider-Man, the ASM, what is it, 360? Uh, help me out here. Which one? You know, uh, first, the uh, black costume. He's flying through the air. The ASM 362, 362 oh. or 3... Uh, 282. I, I, yeah, well, that one, there's a Canadian variant on that, and I believe it's 75 cents. And that one goes for significantly more from the regular cover. So Same on the, thing with the Eternals, 
right? Yeah, the Dakota yeah. North number one regular uh, uh, United States price is seventy-five cents. The Canadian variant is ninety-five cents. So they're a lot rarer to get, uh, obviously, with the cover price. And right now, you could probably find some on eBay. Um, if you can find anything on on your local comic shops, more power to you. Uh, right. If you can, if you have a copy of this, post a picture of you holding it on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram. And it has to be like today. You can't go out and buy one and, you know, tomorrow. Hey, you own one. I will send you a surprise package of some goodies, man. That's how I confident I am that nobody has. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you for saying that. So an ASM 252, there's a Canadian price variant that goes for a lot more than the regular one. It's just weird. One of those weird little one offs in collecting. If you go way back when to when Marvel did the, what is it, like the 10% or 5 cent increases, right? Yeah. The Star Wars number one price variant is easily $1,000 when in the 9.6 when the regular is just like 250 300 right. So those, those price variants are rare. So that is the giveaway for today. If you have a Dakota North number one in your hand, take a picture of it with your face next to it. You know, because obviously, who knows if you don't do the screenshot of the internet. I send you a surprise package. Uh, well, not my package. Yeah. <laughs> surprise. You, yeah, surprise. Here it is. It's my pick in a box. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Dude, so, I do want to take Tim, though, that this book only ran for six issues. Okay. Yeah. This was, you know, 1987. Kind of like Black Widow right there on a motorcycle and everything. But yeah. You know, Nancy Prowers, she's, she's basically Jessica Jones without the powers. Uh, she right. holds the. And she's kind of been around throughout Marvel Comics throughout the years, and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones yep. here and there. Nothing major. It's one of those things where we can, you know, ABC can like throw it on there. They don't even have to say it's based off a comic property, but it's a it's a property they can use because you know private. I mean, there's something about TV, uh, broadcast TV, like ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC. They love uh, pre procedurals where it's like uh, the end of the episode, they figure out the crime, right? like uh, CSI, all those shows, this fits in perfectly. She figures she's hired as a PI at the beginning episode and she solves a crime at the end of the day. Yeah. Right there, man. Sales day to five to $13. This is one of those books that's just a fun spec. If you're out and about in the wild or a show and you go digging and you, and you see a North, Dakota North number one, it's going to be a dollar book. Right, mm -hmm. unless our channel blows up and gets hundred thousand <laughs> views, so I doubt that's gonna happen anytime soon. So, go to San Diego Comic Con and just for look for Dakota North number one. There's no variance, there's no nothing. Just find one. Hell, if you find a newsstand, that would be even more impressive. Right, you just go up to any vendor. Hey, you got any Dakota North number ones? They look at you. He'll like, look what? at you like what the? Yeah, yeah really. If you see Very Gary walking around a con floor buying up, <laughs> you know damn book. well he's already he already has a hundred copies. Yeah, he's Very looking for already. already. He's gonna he's gonna be uh, sending you pictures of him covered in them. Right. Uh, yeah. Very <laughs> Gary is on the Lord's uh, red red hotline, so he's part. You know, he's a friend of the channel, so we, you know, we give him uh, some, you know, some of the goodies before <laughs> we'll release them on the uh, on the channel here. So a lot of times, Very Gary will be out there hunting and doing the good hunt. I just hope that you know everything comes to fruition Ooh, for him. But speaking of good well, hunts, look at that beautiful Brave and the Bold twenty eight right there, buddy. Nice book right there. I have to show it off a little bit. Thank yeah. you very much. My birthday present. There you go. And yeah, speaking of live birthday show, uh, we were all up in there, man. Yeah, we, we had were. a good time. Oh. It was a lot of fun. You, you and, guys, and devastating at the same time. It was. It was. <laughs> but you know, fun. But fun all around. So from happy news to bad news. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how you look at it. What's the last one? Yeah. Well, it looks like uh, DCU plans have changed in favor of in, more of an individual universe as opposed to a shared universe like the Marvel Universe does. 
Yeah, so we've been kind of talking about how, um, you know, DC has been kind of reshuffling things, how uh, Swamp Thing was in trouble. We talked about uh, the Black Knight report said his DC insiders are telling him it's a total, they're saying they don't have any confidence in the Joker either. Essentially, what you're going to get is um, the Batman, the Joker, Suicide Squad, New Gods, and the Supergirl will exist on separate Earth. So this goes back to the DC mythos of uh, 52 worlds, right? New 52, that whole thing, right? Crisis on Infinite Earths. Who can forget that, right? That was right. just a cluster of all clusters, right? And they want to bring that into their movie universe. So you, we most probably not see the Batman interact with the Joker because in the Joker, Batman is like a seven-year-old. You already, you, We already know that part. And then we also told you that in earlier parts of the script, the Joker is actually the half-brother of the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if that's still... I know for certain that the Joker thinks he's uh, Thomas Wayne's son. If it actually comes to be true that he is Thomas Wayne's son, that's still... They're still figuring it out in the script, but, you know, it's already been... You talked about it, that his mother was obsessed with Thomas Wayne and told her son, because, you know, his, obviously his mother's a bit psycho. She's nuts as well, because he's <laughs> bathing his mom in the damn trailer. That's a little bit weird, grown-ass man bathing your mother, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, so the Suicide Squad, New Gods, Super, New Gods makes sense to me, how it wouldn't interact with anything. Um, but you're going to get those different universes. Uh, and Bat, and they're not going to refer to Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Aquaman and Wonder Woman are continuing to do their thing, and they could p- potentially do something. What the other thing we want to debunk is the story about James Gunn. James Gunn is not doing heading up the DCEU for them. He's doing Suicide Squad and he's jumping as fast as he can to go do Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is his baby. Suicide Squad is not his baby. He took Suicide Squad because he didn't have a job and he wanted to do something, right? Um, so whatever uh, websites are reporting that, I'm here to debunk it. I asked our source, is there any truth to this rumor? He said, hell no. James Gunn is not going to be building the DCEU. I think right now they are kind of figuring out what they want to do with it. All we know right now is we got Wonder Woman coming. We got Birds of Prey coming. um, And that's it. Uh, We got a director, possibly, for the Black Adam movie. Uh, There's not even a script yet. No. I also read a story that they're talked about the four villains are going to be in the Batman film movie. Uh, that's not true either because there's not even they haven't even finished the script yet. So apparently they said there was casting for it. The only thing we know is Robert Pattinson is the Joker. And for what I'm finding out Batman. is Pattinson hasn't even seen the script yet. He he was hired on sight unseen. He doesn't know what the script yet. He just has faith in, in Reeves doing the Batman movie. And let's be honest, if somebody offers you the role of Batman, you're not going <laughs> to read it, you know. Plus, I don't. He doesn't have that power. I can imagine somebody like a you come with the Brad Pitt saying, "Hey, we want you in this role." Brad Pitt's gonna be like, "I need to see the script first. Yeah, let me think about it. So they're still finishing out the script. As soon as they do, well, I will get you that information too. As soon as we find out. But right now, as far as I know, there is no script. Robert Pattinson is hired on to play the Batman, and he hasn't read the final script yet. As, as far as I know, they're still writing it because they have, you know, they still got some time. Uh, there's no, you know, any production on it done. So whatever. The only thing I've seen production on right now is Black Widow and Birds of Prey. That's in production right now for the big two. Uh, if you've seen Black Widow pictures are leaking all over the place. And of course, we've seen the Birds of Prey pictures and Wonder Woman, I would imagine, is going to be releasing pretty soon. But I have a feeling very soon there's going to be some news coming out uh, prior to um, 
uh, hopefully we get this before San Diego Comic-Con about the truth of what's coming out, why they didn't show up. Because you would think they could show Birds of Prey footage and Wonder Woman footage um, and, you know, whatever else announcements. But, you know, apparently it's in flux right now. We may not be getting anything. We know DC's not coming to San Diego Comic-Con. As far as I know, our guy has told us that Marvel is going to San Diego Comic-Con. They can't miss the opportunity to have Hall H all to themselves. Warner Brothers will be at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, DC will have a booth, but they're not going to have a DC presentation proper. You know how DC normally has their own presentation uh, mm. outside of Warner Brothers. Marvel is going to be there, is what I'm telling, and they're going to be at D23 in August. But so, but what I, people are saying that you know everybody's pulling out of Marvel Hall H and or excuse me, uh, San Diego Hall H, and that's just not true. Marvel has so much stuff that they're going to need both shows to show it all. We're talking all the stuff that's on Hulu and Disney yeah, Plus. How all in one day? You know, this is this is Kevin Feige flexing right now. Yeah, when, oh yeah. You remember when Batman vs Superman came out? Uh-huh. Uh, they showed that little thing, and everybody said DC won Hall H. Kevin Feige did the meme. Hold my beer. Presentation <laughs> <laughs> at that movie theater, announcing their slate all the way up to the Inhumans. What ended up never happening, but Kevin Feige is patient. He was like, "Okay, you guys want San Diego Hall H that day? Okay, hold my beer." Boom. Then he announced all that stuff that's coming out for fa- at that time was it Phase Two and Three? I'm trying to remember. Um, but remember, he many he, he had that movie theater and he invited a bunch of movie critics to come out there, and he, uh, that's what Feige is summing up for in the next in this summer in july and august right he finally has all his fox properties he has his board and i uh, hopefully some of the stuff we've been telling you comes to light uh because a lot of these can be our long-term spec they could be new term spec it's well we're giving you the news as we get it so it'd be interesting i, I can't wait to see it i mean uh, i would only go to san diego comic-con if i can get the hall h so if anybody can get me in the hall h i will be do fair and accurate reporting you <laughs> get me on there i'm on comicbookmovie.com by the way uh right. so for any press credentials but i i can't wait i mean i'm really excited for d23 and san diego comic-con i mean knowing that marvel's gonna have hall h to themselves and i don't think they they believe that you know hall h and san diego comic-con is dead to them put it this and put it this way it doesn't take much for marvel studios to drive down to san diego it's about a well i was gonna say it's about a depending on what time of the day you drive it's a, a Two and a half to three and a half hour drive, but it's quite easy to get them uh, a lot of actors from LA down to San Diego. You know what I mean? Uh, D23, I believe, is in Orlando this year, isn't it? It's, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. Yeah. Yeah, so that, uh, that's still, that's Disney's big thing. That means that's all things Disney. Um, so it'd be interesting. I, you know, it's a fun time to be a fanboy, as we always say. We say this every year. I mean, it's kind of crazy, right? I mean, you no, know, it's just it's just a great time. It's I we bring up the article, the shows we talked about debunking the whole comic book movie bubble thing, because you guys yeah. are nuts, man. You know, because we got the boys coming soon uh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, I mean, there's some great stuff that's coming out. I just saw casting news, by the way, for the Invincibles. Robert wow. Kirkman's comic. Yeah, right. Even Yun from. Um, uh, Walking Dead is going to be one of the voice characters, so it's it's fully animated, but it's like adult animation. Uh, yeah, the, that Invincible book is super hot too, by the way. That's hot. That's a very hot book right there. But uh, it's time for us to go. Thank you for everybody for hanging out with us. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. Kinetic Comics, RJ Taylor, Bullseye, ooh, the Bullseye, crazy Jay Salsa, Monster Shark, uh, Comics Miss Explained once again, Stan Obrachata. I, I probably murdered your name, but uh, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Uh, any last words, Otto? 
Yeah, I just want to say thank you very much for jumping on. I do want to give a shout out to my brother, Connecticut Comics. He just dropped a video on his YouTube channel. He took his uh, little buddy Rocco with him, and uh, they did a great sh- uh, little um, video from a local con, which was pretty cool. So shout out to him for putting that there. Nemesis Prime is too busy, you know, adulting out there to drop a variant spotlight video. But I did do a weekend re- uh, recap um, on Three Men in a Basement, so please check that out. Sub it up. Don't have a video planned right now, but our boy Shortbox Bernie, Bernie1869, has got some CGC books coming back. And um, we'll be able to showcase those and do that. So, again, thank you very much for watching Lords of the Long Box and check out Three Men in a Basement. So, just been a great night. Find out all about all these characters. Shout out to RJ Taylor who says, I'm sure they take their helicopter. That's a great point. I was just thinking, why wouldn't they, why the fuck would they drive and they could just take a helicopter from LA to San Diego and just drop them off right there? Yeah. Ryan, any last words? Uh, no. Uh, thank you for watching. Good night. No. Yeah, so, uh, hey, man, leave a comment if you like what we've been talking about. Um, I've been chopping up the live shows that are – this one ran a little bit long, but typically we like to run it about 30 minutes. But we had a lot of information and a lot of stuff to go through. Uh, so, But we're kind of chopping up to make content throughout the week and a little shorter segments. So, you know, leave a comment if you guys like that kind of stuff. Also, shout out to the Comic Core. Go check out the Comic Core's channel. Their live show starts in about 10 minutes, but they got a great contest going on right now. Uh, go check out their video. They're going to talk about it. You can win tickets to Baltimore Comic-Con, airfare, and hotel all pay for Damn. by the Comic-Con. Great content, man. They even said this. I didn't know this, that uh, Baltimore Comic-Con is the biggest uh, Comic-Con on the East Coast. What if I'm flying from Australia? <laughs> hey, man, they said it. So I'm pretty sure watch the watch their video and they'll give you the rules, but I'm it may just be in the continental U.S. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're going to fly you in Australia. Ballers. But- Check out the Comic Core uh, live right after our show. They start at 7 p.m. Pacific, which is about 10 minutes from now. Also, if you're just coming to the show late, great uh, breaking news. We finally gotten some people to notice us. Uh, Lords of Longbox, I got an interview done on comicbookmovie.com. Go to comicbookmovie.com, click on the features tab, and you'll see a picture of me. And the headline is Lords of Longbox hosts discusses the origins of their snarky, informative YouTube show. So I'll take snarky as a compliment because uh, apparently it says we drop a lot of F-bombs and we give you our uh, our honest opinions, our honest opinions and shit. And we call people out in their bullshit. bullshit. Uh, shout out to Grace Randolph. We just like to say your name and say you're full of shit and cosmicmovienews.com, another bad, horrible website. So that's it. <laughs> uh, thank you, boys and girls. Thank you for watching. And as always, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out.